Welcome to the Lead a New Future podcast. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, a senior leadership trainer with close to two decades of experience. The leadership I'm about is one that values respect and transparency while harnessing our ability to effect change. With a clinical background, I've worked within highly acclaimed leadership teams in the health sector of New Zealand before spending a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences across multiple countries. And here's the thing about leadership. Leadership is just as important within our homes as it is within every level of our community, teams and organisations. In this podcast, you'll find a variety of conversations that connect to our leadership and our lives, where we can impact what matters, where it matters. Let's get into it. Uh, Kia ora everyone, I'm really excited about this conversation and it's a really different conversation than anything I've had here on the podcast before. It's sparked by a couple of questions that I've had lately from people who do work very close to me. One question from a lady just recently, last week, she said to me, and she's someone that I've worked with for a very long time, she said, Kate, there is so much about how you live your life that you don't share, why the hell not? Um, which that was interesting, that was kind of um, knocking around on the inside of me. And then I got this question from someone who's also uh, quite close to me, and she put it through an Instagram and she said, um, request for a podcast episode. She said, Kate, I'm such a geek and a bit of a sticky beak for the things you do to support yourself and how you manage your day because you get so freaking much done. And so that was her question. And so that has inspired this episode and this conversation where I'm actually going to tell you exactly what I've put in place to be able to get so much done. And I'm going to go into the detail of what I have in place in my life, the process of putting those things in place, and what it's allowed. Um, And here's the thing, I'm going to actually chuck this part in before we kick off, is that I haven't shared the details of the things that I have in my life to support me because I actually haven't wanted to be that person who's um, you know, basically on social media bragging about how wonderful and easy their life is and you know, like look at me and you can have this success too. And I've been so avoidant of being that person online that I've actually just kept so much of the stuff being something, being the things that I haven't talked about. But when I think about it, the reason why I was able to put those things in place for myself and even have this as a vision of what was possible back when I decided that, you know what, I'm going to fucking create my life to be like that, um, is because someone else shared that their life is like that. And it was all of those years ago when I was, when I had, you know, young kids at home and I was just starting off with my business and he shared how he's create he had created his life. I mean, it was actually Dr. John Martini, and we were interviewing him back maybe like eight, ten, ten years ago, ten years ago for our Game Changer Global Summit when we used to interview like really top speakers. And in the conversation with him, he said how he has his entire life set up to support him to be in a space of creativity. And everything that's not that gets delegated out. And at the time when I heard that, I was like, mind-blowing emoji. Fuck. Really? That's possible? Really? Oh my God. It was like an entire new world opened up. 
And I know that he had been a street kid and he had gone from there to working himself up to there purely because that's what he decided. And I thought to myself, if he can do it, I can do it. And there's no difference between what he was able to do than what I can do. And at the time when I made that decision, that was made possible because someone else shared what he was able to do. So I kind of feel like a stinky holdout for not sharing this stuff with you guys. I'm really sorry, but I guess I, I do grapple with this a bit. Like, I don't like the stuff on social media when it's actually trying to portray an image that's not particularly real. And I, and as a kind of like a knee-jerk reaction to that, I've held back so much of actually what my life is like um, as a response to that. But you know what? I'm, um, I'm going to deal with myself. I'm giving myself a little bit of a talking to out the back. And I'm going to share this stuff because I, I, for whoever this would help to open up a world of possibility for you, then this is the conversation for you. And I hope you get a lot out of this. All right. With all that said, <laughs> so yeah, back in that day, I made that decision. I'm going to create however long it takes, right? There wasn't a time frame on this, but for however long it takes, I am going to create my life to be one where things are delegated out and then I get to spend my days in my creative genius and I have space in my life and I get to create and I get to impact from that from that level not because I'm just like got so many small balls in the air so that was a decision back when I did not know how I was going to do that and it was a huge contrast to how I was experiencing my life right then these days fast forward over time um, here's just some of what I have in place. So I have, um, we have a, a person who's a chef who creates our, and cooks our meals for us, cooks um, two meals a day, and we get those meals delivered. And even to the point of the meals are macro-based. So we get um, them all based on what we want macro-wise. And uh, I work with a nutritionist uh, to be able to calculate those. That's really awesome because I hate cooking and that was something that was really <laughs> high on my priority list back then when I decided because I am not someone who likes cooking. So, and also no one wants to eat my meals. Seriously, no one. I, so anyway, back then that was something that was high on my list to delegate out. And so, you know, that's been in place for the chef um, with the macro counting is very um, relatively new, but, you know, I haven't cooked in uh, several years. We have a very, very full team and we've got a, a operations manager and then a whole lot of team who work with our operations manager and the entire back end of our business. I don't touch it all. I don't have anything to do with, but it just, it, you know, most of the time, apart from some, sometimes when there's hiccups, but there, you know, most of the time, everything just runs like clockwork and I definitely don't have to be involved with anything there, which has freed up my time significantly. Um, we've got an incredible woman who just helps run all of our personal things. So basically, there's nothing that I'm involved in in our in the life, in my day to day running of our life, our family, or all my business that I don't have to be involved in, that I don't have to be. And so, you know, really, my life is um, hanging out with my family and filling my tank and creating. It's it. That's really it. You know, when we go to move house, we uh, have people who do that for us. And what I want to say about that is that this stuff did not happen accidentally. Not at all. 
We didn't randomly wake up here. This was a decision that I decided that in our future that's what we were going to have. And I decided it back at a time where it felt almost impossible. But I realized that if other people can do that, why not me? And so it's something that, you know, I decided and claimed for myself and I I wrote about every single day in my journal and I kept seeing that in my future. And I knew that over time, if I decided to keep making steps towards that, then it would come about. So it wasn't just writing in my journal, but not taking action. That's a huge disconnect that some people have where it's just writing about it, writing about it, writing about, but there really is no actual action and strategy and working towards it so you know from that day that I decided I started working towards it every single day it also wasn't just random kind of throwing shit at the wall and then hoping things will stick in terms of actions so it was you know taking action it was also getting you know hiring a coach that helped me understand business it was just there were so many things that over time added up and moved us forward and my lens was always the long game and I think when we we can commit to this fucking so much we can we can do achieve create when we have a long game lens but if we're just thinking oh here's where I am right now that I can't have that where yeah of course we can't then in that decision, in that moment that we experiencing our, that we experience ourselves as someone who can't have that is the moment that, well, of course we can't fucking have that because we can only ever create the things that we actually see as possible for ourselves. And a part of that also is how we see ourselves, our identity. And I had to really start seeing myself in a new way right I had to start seeing myself as someone who could who could have these things who could have a life like that and that was a muscle that I had to keep working and that muscle kept working by I would literally see it I would write in my diary my journal about it and you know it's a really different way of relating to myself than the young woman who you know was a single mum had an extra five dollars per week Um, We were living in a shed and I had an extra $5 per week to spend on myself, which got to say, I related to that like it was luxurious at the time. Like I really, I didn't have the experience of, oh, poor me, I only have $5. I was like, but yes, this extra $5, like this is just for me. And it was guilt free spending. It was like $5, I can spend whatever I like. And you know, you can save up that and each month spend $20 guilt-free on yourself you know that's how I related to that at the time but the way in which I experienced myself was that I wasn't financially abundant and things were you know kind of struggle city and there was a huge had to be a huge shift over time in how I experienced myself how I saw myself and that was an over time thing I think it's really important that we don't spend outside of our means on things that we don't get a return on investment in. So practically how I built up to here was in the early days, it was being really smart about where I put my time and my money. So in the early days, and I've spoken about this a lot, 
I did some key things that allowed me to free up some cash or literally actually to bring in some cash, sorry, and I redirected that money into a housekeeper. So that was my first investment was I wanted to get a housekeeper because I wanted to free up progressively over time more and more of the small things that were in my life so that I could redirect that time into things that were more profitable. And so that was, um, you know, freeing up for, you know, 20 or $25 an hour, I was able to free up some basic errands stuff, you know, picking things up, dropping things off, um, getting some housekeeping stuff done, you know. So that was my first priority in terms of someone actually paying someone to support me was getting a housekeeper. Now, I've mentioned this a lot of times, and for those of you who are new to any of the conversations that I do, one of those the way in which I got them even the money to hire a housekeeper, which I built up to, you know, 20 hours a week back then, the way in which I did that was thinking creatively, thinking outside the box, because I did not have that extra money lying around. This is the thing that I want people to really get is that there is so much that's available to us. We really can get anywhere that we want to get. Now, the time it takes to get there, who knows? You know, there's different time periods. I had to really let go of the time period, but I had to fully show up at each step. I'm going to say that again. I had to really let go of the time period. What was the going to be the time period that it took me to get there with what I saw? But I had to really show up with each step. So showing up with each step then was at that phase, I got to create some extra income so that I can redirect that money into a housekeeper. Just quickly, you know, I learned how to do eyelash extensions. I could bring in like fifty to eighty dollars um, per eyelash, you know, per client. That and then that was about an hour it took. So obviously, if you just like look at in terms of leveraging time, that money was redirected into that housekeeper that I had first of all, and then slowly over time I was able to build up because if she was able to do things for me, that was lots of running around because I was so fucking time poor at the time and I was financially. Um, poor so time and financially strapped but that was the first stage in being able to free up some time and then redirect that time into um, things that allowed me to move into a space of charging more money over time does that make sense so that was one of my first investments and then that made a difference Um, But also I invested really early, really heavily into my own learning and education. And I think that is really important. So I wanted to understand money. I wanted to understand business. I wanted to understand all of these things. So I invested like very heavily into high-end coaching, my own training and development. That was really important. So, you know, over time as those investments started to pay off, then over time there was surplus money, right? So nowadays, you know, obviously it's all just surplus money that pays for um, a chef and for the extra team and staff that we have on. So my point of that is don't start too early with getting all of the surplus stuff. And I think that's really important. I see people who keep themselves in quite a financially strapped position because they, they spend their money on surplus things too early, whereas I invested very heavily on my education, training, coaching, and early on was literally housekeeper. I think it's so important. And I think it is really important to consider our own hourly rate. And as our hourly rate increases, because we're investing in our education, we're investing in 
things like a housekeeper to free up our time that means that we can invest more into our business and then our hourly rate increases then it's important to really bring on new team then because for example if when my hourly rate becomes say say for example around $300 an hour uh, years ago then I could invest then in having a new team member brought on who would be at a certain hourly rate and it freed up my time more so that then they could take over some of the things that I was doing and I could reinvest my time into things that would be bringing in a higher hourly rate. So basically with that type of thinking over time and just playing the long game, showing up, being committed, learning over time, then those things were able to be brought in. So now I'm going to get back to the question because the fabulous question, I'm just bringing up Instagram, that came in, this incredible woman asked, she said, Kate, for the things, what are the things you do to support yourself and how you manage your day because you get so freaking much done? Now, here's my point. This is the part where I want to say, yes, I do get a lot done. We can create a lot now and we can have a lot of different balls in the air at the same time. Why? Because I've got the space around me to be able to do that. So I think it's really important that number one, people don't compare what we're able to pull off and achieve right now with where we are right now in our journey. And that, you know, you don't compare where we are now to where you are right now, right? Because I know that the woman who sent this through, she's a, she's a mum. She's got her first baby that just come through. She's only a few years into business. So you've got to be really mindful of seeing where someone is at and what they're able to pull off and achieve and really get that they've got certain things in their life that allow them to do that. You know, I'm not doing the back end of my business. I'm not doing a lot of things in my life that, are, that a lot of people are. Now, it's not luck that got me here. So if you say, if you're sitting there saying to yourself during this conversation, oh, well, it's lucky for Kate because Kate has it easy and she can do what she wants. Well, it's not luck because I did have to actively, every step of the way, move myself and force myself and require myself to look at things in a new way and to make the hard decisions and to deal with the disappointments that has taken over the time of getting here and to be and to continually upskill myself and to continually do everything that it took to create this life that I've created and you know now I am in the privileged position of being able to have you know several months off if I want to um, you know this was a huge thing that last year during the pandemic you know we were lucky <laughs> lucky <laughs> while in the privileged position of having a lot of financial runway that when the pandemic happened you know we didn't have to sell we didn't have to, when I say sell, we didn't have to be selling coaching and stuff like that because, you know, we had the financial runway. We had prioritized that. So I guess it's not luck, it is priorities over time. You know, we were able to keep our full staff on. No one lost their jobs through the pandemic, which was, you know, really freaking awesome. And we were able to do that. I guess the decisions that we'd made over time, getting ourselves into that position. So yes, things are great now, but it's been a journey to get here. Now, for whoever's listening to this, I want to say a few things. One, you get to fucking decide what kind of life you want to live, like for real. You get to say if you want to create something in your life. Now, it can be easy 
to buy into the thinking that's around you and I know that the kind of life that I have here there's people that roll their eyes at it and even people in my own family who think that this is a super privileged position and it is a really privileged position talking like from a space of privilege and I was I've been actively involved in this getting us here so I guess what I want to say is this people are going to think all sorts of things and if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking to yourself I would love to have my business set up in a way and my life set up in a way that every day I get to just wake up in the morning and create whatever I want to create and just work on the creating part of it and have people take care of everything else like literally have everything else delegated out you can do that and you know some of the things that get in the way of us claiming this kind of stuff for ourselves is one what will people think I've certainly that one actually hasn't held me back by of creating it like I have not at all had that level of thinking hold me back from creating it however that level of thinking has certainly held me back from sharing about this being my life So I just want to really, 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 really encourage you that you get one shot at your life and it's your fucking life. You get to create it, design it, however you want to have it. Uh, And two, the other thing that I see that stops people from creating their life to be how they want it to be or how they would really want it to be is this is a, a feeling of, but I can't have that. That's too hard. That's too far away from me. And with that, I want to let you know that like, yes, you actually can. The moment you decide that you can't is the moment that you can't. The moment that you decide that that's something that you can have too is the moment that that opens up as a possibility for your future. And I really think that most anything can be created. It's just the time frame that it takes to create it. You know, and I think that's the practicality of it and being real, you know, being realistic is that you you know, it didn't take me six months to get here. It was a commitment over time where I had to ride out the highs and lows that it took. I had to stay the course. I had to over time deal with disappointments and obstacles and really develop the capacity within me. I had to over time really learn about business and understand it, understand it from a theoretical point of view, but then understand it in the practicalities of when I'm actually implementing some of the stuff and things aren't going well, how do I pivot? How do I learn? How do I, how do we move forward, right? Yes, you can create the level of life that you want for real. It can just take an overtime thing to get there. So I hope more than anything is that this um, conversation has been something that has been useful for you and maybe just has you think about for yourself, what do you want for you? Especially if you challenge yourself to drop the level that you've always, or the lens that you've always looked at yourself and your life and what was possible for you through, maybe just have some courage to kind of ask yourself some questions of what would I really want? If I wasn't holding myself back and I wasn't limiting myself, what would I really actually want? And you know what? You're fucking allowed to dream big and you're allowed to create that. We are now just at the point of our life where, you know, I'm just about to turn 40 in a few months, which I'm really excited by. And, uh, you know, my oldest daughter's just left home. And now I'm looking at kind of like the second half of my life and really allowing myself to daydream what that looks like. One of the things that I'm definitely seeing in our future 
is you know after the kids leave home we've still got one more at home he'll be here for about five or six years unless he decides not to leave and he'll be here for you know longer but you know I see us living in Europe I see myself um, spending a lot of my days actually just writing and writing books and um, so much you know quite a different energy so a lot of that I see in my future so um, we're starting to can't speak for Hinari, but I know he's doing this too. But you know, I'm really starting to kind of daydream about the next phase. It's funny because I look at my life now, and it's it's literally my wildest dreams back in the day, like literally my wildest dreams. And it's just kind of normal day to day stuff now. Deeply grateful for it as well. But it's you know we can really create the life of our dreams step by step over time if we stay committed and we are. Willing to not romanticize the journey that it takes. I think that's actually a really important thing to mention. You know, when I say I'm living my, literally my wildest dreams now, that is actually very accurate from all angles. And yet the journey to get here, I did not, I'm I'm thankful that I didn't romanticize what that journey was going to look like. And Also, the experience of living, aka my wildest dreams, don't romanticize that either because we still feel sad at times. We still feel, we still have feelings. We're still human, you know? And I think that's actually um, something that isn't talked about a lot because often we think that, you know, when there's often a notion of when I get there, everything will be perfect. I'm really glad that I just haven't had that. I haven't had that as a thing. I also knew, and I think this is worth saying, that the journey to get here, I was really choosing the actual journey just as much as the outcome. You know what I mean? I knew that the journey to get here would grow me significantly, would really allow me to become the woman that I could become. Whereas if I had have just kept, I guess, my vision at the same level of my past, then I would have nothing to stretch up into and then nothing that would require me to really grow myself. I'm assuming I could keep talking forever, but I'm going to leave this here. I hope this conversation has been useful on some level and I want to say thank you to the incredible woman who um, instigated this conversation. If you would like to have a certain conversation for me to talk about a certain thing on this podcast, Feel free to DM me over on my Instagram at Kate Ruby Aroha, and if you would like your name mentioned as I answer your question, I can give you a shout out as well. Or if you'd like your name not to be mentioned, let me know and I'm happy to do either. All right, have a stunning day and I'll see you in the next episode of She Leads a New Future.